Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time John Lennon always had a problem with what he called Paul's granny music, but Paul's love of standards and music hall-type numbers added a dimension to the Beatles' sound that was absent from many of their contemporaries. Lennon and Harrison both were involved in these songs, from Till There Was You, to A Taste of Honey, to When I'm 64, to Maxwell's Silver Hammer, and their contributions are extremely important to each. Tonight, we're going to begin the show with four McCartney tunes that fit into this category. One from 67, one from 68, one from 69, and a number one wing single from 1973. While When I'm 64 was not released until the Sgt. Pepper LP in 1967, it was actually one of McCartney's earliest songs written in 1958 and often played at gigs on the piano when the amps broke down or the electricity went out. McCartney elaborates, When I wrote When I'm 64, I thought I was writing a song for Sinatra. There were records other than rock and roll that were important to me, and that would come out in the Beatles doing songs like Till There Was You. For When I'm 64, Lennon and Harrison added some beautiful backing vocals and Lennon a sparse but tastefully jazzy guitar part. A year later, Paul returned to his nostalgic roots for the White Album's Honey Pie, and Lennon again played some jazzy guitar, this time a full-fledged solo that contradicts his assertion that he hated jazz. For both songs, Martin wrote arrangements for clarinets that perfectly captured the spirit of the 20s. The next year, 1969, McCartney brought Maxwell's Silver Hammer to the group during the Get Back sessions, but the song wasn't recorded properly until July 9, 1969 for inclusion on the Abbey Road LP. Lennon had just been injured in a car crash, and although he returned to the studio with Yoko in a double bed on the first day of tracking, he did not participate in recording Maxwell's Silver Hammer and is not heard on the final recording. He did complain, however, at how long it took to get the song right, but he's probably talking about all the rehearsals that they did during the Get Back sessions while Lennon was playing along. We'll then skip ahead to 1973 and a love song that isn't necessarily a throwback, but is definitely a ballad. McCartney's Ode to His Wife Linda was recorded live with an orchestra at Abbey Road Studios and shows one of the rare times that McCartney gave up the reins in the studio to guitarist Henry McCullough. He elaborated in a 2010 interview. I'd sort of written the solo, as I often did write our solos. And he walked up to me right before the take and said, Hey, would it be alright if I try something else? And I said, uh, yeah. It was like, do I believe in this guy? And he played the solo on My Love, which came right out of the blue. And I just thought, great. And so there were plenty of moments like that where somebody's skill or feeling would overtake my wishes. That didn't happen very often. But luckily, I have the skill and the feeling to overtake Sir Paul's wishes, and I will with these mixes. The mixes for these four songs will take you everywhere, from clarinets to Moog synthesizer to vocal isolations, so stay sharp and enjoy four of McCartney's lighter songs. get older, losing my hair, many years from now, will you still be sending me a valentine, birthday greetings, bottle of wine, if I'd been out till quarter to three, would you lock the door, will you still need me, will you still feed me, when I'm 64? Will 
you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Every summer we can rent a cottage in the Isle of Wight If it's not too dear We shall scrimp scrim and save Grandchildren on your knee Vera, Chuck and Dave Send me a postcard, drop me a line Stating point of view Indicate precisely what you mean to say You're sincerely wasting away Give me your answer, fill in a form Mine forevermore Will you still need me? Will you still feed me?
heard an unpleasant thing She tells Max to stay when the glass has gone away So he waits behind Writing fifty times I must not be so Turns her back on the boy He creeps up from behind Bang, bang, Maxwell Silver Hammer came down upon her head Bang, bang, Maxwell Silver Hammer Made sure that she was
For the first five years of the Beatles' career, George Harrison was considered the lead guitarist, and although he sang four songs, the same number as Lennon at the Decca audition, it was apparent that Lennon and McCartney were the main lead vocalists of the Beatles. Still, Harrison was given two lead vocal spots on the Please Please Me LP, Carole King and Jerry Gotham's Chains, and the Lennon-McCartney original Do You Want to Know a Secret. And by the last two days of tracking for With the Beatles, September 11th and 12th, 63, he had already recorded two covers, Devil in Her Heart and Roll Over Beethoven for their sophomore LP. But he wasn't finished yet. During their six-day residency at the Gaumont Theater in Bournemouth, Harrison decided that it was time to write a song for inclusion on With the Beatles. On August 19th, George Harrison was sick in bed at the Palace Court Hotel in Bournemouth when he decided to begin an illustrious career as a solo songwriter. Interestingly, it is often forgotten that Harrison co-wrote their first recorded original, In Spite of All the Danger, with McCartney five years earlier in 1958, and the instrumental Cry for a Shadow with Lennon in 1961. Since one was a tongue-in-cheek instrumental pastiche of the shadows, and the other was mainly written by McCartney, Harrison received credit for writing the guitar solo. Don't Bother Me is considered his first proper composition. So while this is the first composition written solely by Harrison, it was not his first attempt at songwriting. In fact, McCartney stated in the Beatles anthology that he and Lennon considered including Harrison as a writing partner. It was an option to include George in the songwriting team. John and I had really talked about it. I remember walking up past Walton Church with John one morning and going over the question, without wanting to be too mean to George, should three of us write or would it be better to keep it simple? We decided we'd just keep to two of us. Harmonically and lyrically, Don't Bother Me is arguably the darkest original song in their repertoire at this point highlighting the minor key and containing a rather morose lyric that many believe would become typical of Harrison's songs to come. At this point, the only other song in the Beatles' repertoire that focused on the sound of the minor key would be Lennon's All I've Got to Do and Not a Second Time, and many would say that these are ambiguous examples at best. Tonight, we'll hear takes 10 through 13 to fully appreciate the song before the percussion and double-track vocal was overdubbed. Next, we'll fast forward to 1965 and the Beatles' fifth LP, Help. After Harrison's foray into songwriting on the Beatles' second album with the Beatles, he wrote no material that would be included on their next two albums. For their second movie, Harrison's I Need You is a main feature, but his second composition, You Like Me Too Much, is an underrated gem. For this mix, we'll focus on Lennon's Honer Pianette part, as well as the piano played by George Martin and Paul McCartney, and vocals will take center stage toward the end. Two years later, Harrison brought only a Northern song to the table for inclusion on the Sgt. Pepper's LP, but it was passed over, and instead, Within You Without You was used. It finally found its place in the Yellow Submarine movie, and has always been one of my favorite Harrison songs. This mix is all drums, bass, and vocals. So sit back and enjoy three of my favorite Harris songs. Don't bother me, this is... Remake, we're calling it Take 10. Since she's been gone, I want no one to talk to me. It's not the same, but I'm to blame, it's plain to see. So go away, leave me alone, don't bother me. I can't believe that she would leave me on my own It's just not right when every night I'm all alone I've got no time for you right now, don't bother me 
She's here, please don't come near. 
If you think the harmony is a 
I'm Anthony Robustelli, and we're back with the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Lennon might have criticized McCartney for his lighter fare, but he wrote his fair share of beautiful ballads during his Beatle years and beyond. 1964's If I Fell is one of the group's most endearing ballads, and it was written completely by Lennon. Tonight we'll hear his demo, followed by a deconstructed mix of the final version heard on the Hard Day's Night soundtrack. Next we'll skip ahead to two of John's most tender ballads from his 1971 Imagine album. The first was originally written in India in 1968 and entitled I'm Just a Child of Nature. Although Lennon recorded a demo of the song in late May at Harrison's Escher Estate, it was passed over for the White Album, but he would continue to play it during the Get Back sessions. He would eventually rewrite the lyrics, and the song would appear as Jealous Guy in 1971. We'll first hear a mix of the orchestra and vibraphone alone, followed by a mix of the drums, bass, acoustic guitar, piano, and Lennon's heartfelt vocals. Another song written in 1968 but not released until 1971's Imagine LP is our final song for tonight, a John Lennon-Yoko Ono composition, Oh My Love. In late 1968, John and Yoko were in the middle of a very hectic part of their lives together. They had been busted for marijuana possession, Yoko suffered a miscarriage, John was in the middle of his divorce from Cynthia, and the Beatles and Apple were having problems of their own. Lennon originally based the song on a poem that Ono had written about the loss of their child, but the song felt too personal at the time to bring it to the Beatles. Plus, there was the worry about a Yoko Ono writing credit on a Beatles record. He eventually rewrote the lyrics, and the song, with Harrison on guitar, was recorded for the Imagine LP. For this mix, we'll be switching between Harrison's acoustic guitar, Lennon's piano, Nicky Hopkins' piano, and a bit of Klaus Vorman's bass toward the end, as well as Lennon's beautifully sung lead vocal. Three tender Lennon ballads. If I fell in love with you, would you come to be true and help me understand? Cause I've been in love before and I found that love was more than just holding hands. If I gave my heart to you, I must be sure from the If I gave my heart 
first time in my life My mind is wide open Oh my lover for the first time in my life I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963, and you've been listening to the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Tune in every Sunday night, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, to hear more deconstructed, stripped-down mixes of classic Beatle tunes, live recordings, and solo tracks. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at ShadyBearBKLYN, and like the Facebook page for the book I Want to Tell You. You can pick it up at Amazon.com or on the website IWantToTellYou.com. See you next week.